Hello again. We are Chris Lee, Blake Lovell, Max Barr of Southeastern 14. In football, we've got the formerly known as the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. In basketball, we got the world's largest indoor food fight. That's what we're going to go with. Auburn and Tennessee and Food City Arena. We'll give you the details on that in just a moment. But first of all, a reminder. We're brought to you by Bet Online, which continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year with up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, all the best player props, experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today, become part of the team. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online. The game starts here. Max Barr, we have got this as a three-point game, I believe, in Tennessee's favor. Give us an idea what you think the line will be, TV information, tip-off time, all that good stuff, please. We got a good one here. Number four in the country versus number 11 in the country at 6 Central on ESPN2. If it was up to me, it would be on the main, the main show, primetime ESPN. Not going to complain, though. But as for a line, Ken Palm's got it at three. Torvik has it at three and a half. What I've been seeing lately, especially with just how popular sports betting has gotten and with football coming to an end and more eyes turning on to college basketball, you're paying a large tax for these home teams now. What what Mississippi State, Ken Palm had them at minus two, but since they're that home team in that unranked spot, Vegas has slapped another two points on for that tax, and they're minus four now. So if this is if they're saying minus three, minus three and a half, I bet it gets taxed up to, to minus five for, for Tennessee because that's what I've been seeing lately. Blake? Let's make our picks. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. I don't know what you want me to add. I mean, it's a big game. Yeah, Max. Max what are you seeing it. here, Blake? It's, it's a huge game for both teams. Um, yeah, I mean, we said it. Tennessee's got a got a tough remaining schedule. Probably the toughest left of anybody, I would think, when you look at how this thing plays out. Meanwhile, the Auburn Tigers, uh, who bounced back with a nice road win at the Georgia Bulldogs. This is a big one for Auburn because if they win this one, they, they should win out, I mean, because they got Mississippi State, at Missouri, Georgia after that. So, um, yeah, I think Auburn's got a great chance to finish strong here and, you know, seeding implications and all that. If Auburn were to win this one on the road, it'd be huge for them, mm. uh, given the fact that they've dropped, you know, a couple opportunities the last, you know, two times in terms of Kentucky and Florida. Uh, they beat Alabama, beat South Carolina. We talked about the Wild four-game stretch, but always difficult going into Knoxville and playing there. And, yeah, that's been the theme this season. Is Other than South Carolina, everybody that's went to Knoxville has kind of gotten taken to the woodshed a little bit. Now, I will tell you guys, I'm going to make one bold prediction right now. I know we don't do this early on in the video usually, but I'm going to go ahead and make one right now. Oh, boy. This game will not be – 46 to 43 like it was a season ago in knoxville so that is my bold prediction this will not rival one of the most i don't even know how you describe the game last year um 
you know, everybody remembers it, okay? And I'm just, all the reason I'm bringing it up is because I'm making sure we put it into the universe that there's no way this can happen again. Tennessee won 46-43 last year. The teams combined to shoot five of 48 from three. Um, yeah, it was it was ugly. It was a bad game. And this one, you were going to see more scoring. That's my bold prediction. Blake brought up some good stuff there. This does have seeding implications. I think Tennessee has got a shot to get the number one, an, a, a number one seed. I think Houston, Connecticut, and Purdue are probably locked in given a, a face plant, which I don't think either of those, any of those teams is going to do given their talent. So Tennessee's got a shot with Kansas, Marquette, North Carolina, whoever else is in the race for that that number that last number one spot that's one thing auburn also the knock on auburn is that the big wins for auburn compared to most of the teams in that top four or five seed territory have not been there now that doesn't mean auburn's a bad team that doesn't mean auburn can't beat a lot of teams in front of it but right now auburn's only beaten two teams that i think were are, are near locks to be in the ncaa tournament that's south carolina and and Alabama. You've also got a player of the year race we have talked about. We think that there's three, maybe four candidates in that. One certainly Dalton Connect, and another certainly Janai Broom. So this is a chance in a very publicly forward-facing game for a guy to, to make a case. But we also talk a lot about the matchups. We look at the Ken Palm pages, and we, we have our food fight jokes about <laughs> – you know, there's a lot of red and a lot of green. This this is a leafy green special because there's a lot of green on both sheets. And I'm looking conference only. I did not know this till just now. Tennessee has been, you know, maybe over the last three years composite the best defensive team in the country. Auburn's actually been better on defense in SEC only play, according to Ken Pop. No, the difference is that much. But the point is Auburn is a really good defensive team. Tennessee, actually, you would think that Auburn was probably the better offensive team. It's been Tennessee according to Ken Palm. Again, not not a huge difference. But statistically, these two teams very evenly matched. I think one thing that kind of stands out, we've talked about that home road thing, and what does that mean for fouls? Uh, Auburn is now down Jalen Williams. Auburn also defends very well. Can it guard Dalton Connect? Those are just some of the storylines that I'm looking for, Max, when I unpack this game. Chris, you just took every point I was going to talk about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was a great breakdown. Uh, that's exactly what I was looking at, too. When you look at the – when you break the teams down, you're going to see two teams that rank in the top four of the SEC in, in almost almost every category. It's going to be – you're not going to find much separating the teams. But the main thing that I did I, I am seeing is that free throw number, um, especially, especially with um, – a, a big piece of your front court down now on the road. This is the first road game you're going to play without him. You can see where that might that might cause some issues. Um, but one area of the matchup that that I'm really intrigued towards the guard play. We just saw Aiden Holloway come off of probably his best game in, in, in some time. Really got it going from from long range and and we've seen what Zakai Ziegler will will do to the opposing point guard at home. Uh, and and Blake has always talked about it just just how you kind of got to throw out a team's three-point um, percentages when they go to Tennessee just it is so hard to to shoot well there. Uh, so I'm also interested to see how 
Auburn's guards are going to shoot on the road because that's been a storyline that we've been knocking them with for a large portion of the season. Um, but the one stat that I found that I'm kind of – I keep circling back to in my head is here's Auburn's best road wins on the year. Now, they've gotten close. I'm not – this is not just a complete knock. They were real close at Alabama, and they were close at Mississippi State. Uh, so they lost two pretty close, but their best road wins. And these are Ken Palm rankings at 74 Ole Miss, at 83 Georgia, 118 Arkansas, 203 Vandy. Those are the four best road wins on the year for Auburn. Now, they've gotten close, so it's not like they've just completely gotten wiped on the road. But they have not been able to win a big road game yet this year. It's just Ole Miss is that biggest win they have so far. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's the same challenge as everyone else faces when they go to Knoxville, and that is, you know, Tennessee is going to up the defense even more than they usually do. And it's a matter of how to – you know, how do the Auburn guards respond? Like, do they yep. decide that when Tennessee puts the pressure on, just get the ball out of my hands, let me just shoot it to get this thing, you know, because these guys are just swarming me. Take the best open shot you can find. And as we said, sometimes for Auburn, the open shot's not the best shot. Um, just because somebody leaves you open for three or you find someone open for three doesn't mean it's the best shot for Auburn because, you know, numbers-wise, they've been they – They've been more up and down lately than they have from three, whereas before it felt like we were getting in a trend there where they just were not hitting shots. But, you know, they did hit what? Um, they made quite a few at Georgia. Was it 14? Whatever it was. Um, they shot it. I think they shot decent at Ole Miss, didn't they? Um, and so, you know, so, so there's at least trends on the road to where they found a way to get good shots and make open threes. But – it's just a different beast here. And like we always say, it's like doesn't matter where you're playing on the road in the SEC. If you're not getting the calls you think you should get, that'll frustrate you. That'll turn into bad shots and shot selection. There's, there's the – you want my number one, circle it, write it in all caps, highlight it, whatever. Auburn's shot selection here will determine this game because if they are taking the shots Tennessee wants them to take, they're going to get beat by double digits um, because that's just what Tennessee does to you defensively. But if they're able to probably have to be patient at times and to be able to get the ball where it needs to go, and we all know who needs to probably touch the ball on every possession, um, and that is, you know, the sweeper himself. But if that doesn't happen and you just see, you know, inconsistent guard play or – up and down sort of offensive possessions, then it could be a long game for the Tigers. Predictions, gentlemen. Uh, the sweeper, that's Jani Broom, in case you didn't pick up on that. That was good. That was good. Maybe the best player in the league. Auburn's – one of Auburn's issues, Blake mentioned one of them, it's been shooting. The other one has been picking up fouls, which really has not hurt Auburn because so much depth on this team. And look, Auburn's still got Dylan Cardwell. Auburn's still got a ton of guys. But Auburn does not have Jalen Williams, who is the just another guy. I mean, he starts, but he, he's another guy who is in the front court rotation. And so that's, that's taken a lot out of Auburn's team. Again, Auburn's still got plenty there. But I think that's a big thing in a game that, I mean, this just in, favorable home whistle in the SEC – 
you get Broom in a little bit of foul trouble early and or Cardwell, that, that really takes away so much. And Auburn is better underneath, but Tennessee is beefy and it can defend. That's number one. That, that, that concerns me, Auburn's inability to hit outside shots with the with quality and the rate that Tennessee does, also concerning. And then, of course, you, you don't pick against the balls in a food fight. I'm going Tennessee. This could get dangerous here. This could get dangerous. We're entering dangerous territory here um, because I'm, I'm following in your footsteps here, Chris. Um, I'll also take Tennessee. And uh, did you guys know who the uh, who on Auburn has the best O rating on Ken Palm, top offensive player on Auburn? It's Jalen Williams. Yeah. Um, and that is not a recipe for success when going uh, getting ready for this food fight here. Um, I think that it's where it didn't really impact them against Georgia. I think it'll It'll impact them here. They just have one less guy to dump it down to. Um, and so I'll, I'll go Tennessee here. Um, I think that we kind of see – we've seen this trend with Auburn where, um, like you said, Blake, um, sometimes it's up and down on the road with the shooting. And if they don't – if they're not making their shots here, uh, you're going to rely on a, a massive night from Jani Broom. So I just think the the paths to victory here are, are kind of narrow for Auburn without Jalen Williams. You know, the Southeastern 14, kiss of death. The phenomenon unlike any other in SEC basketball this season. And, again, the pressure's on me here to make the decision. How do we, how do we proceed? Um, do, we, do we do this to Tennessee or do we not do this to Tennessee? And the thing I just keep going back to when I look at this in the, the, the Bruce Bash the Bruce Bowl, whatever you want to call it here. Um, it's Tennessee in Knoxville. And when you look at Auburn on the road, at Alabama, 11 turnovers. At Mississippi State, 11 turnovers. At Florida, 15 turnovers. At Georgia, a game they won here. They only turned it over nine times. So that's the difference, right, is they, they've got to take care of the ball. They've got to get good shots. And when teams go to Knoxville, they usually don't take care of the ball and get good shots. Um, and so that's my concern for the Tigers here. And because of that, no Jalen Williams. It's time. Give me the Tennessee Volunteers. Number one in your power rankings. Number one in your hearts, the Vols in Knoxville. This is you're big welcome, now. Auburn. Yeah, this is big. If if anybody is new to the channel and doesn't understand what just happened here, Blake, can you tell them, please? Yes, this whole fraud of a Southeastern fourteen kiss of death that everyone seems to think applies to every <laughs> single game does not apply to every single game. All oh, right, what are we doing this thing, here? does not apply to every game that we do. Could it apply to this one? Absolutely. But it doesn't apply to every game because we have picked other games all the same and everything works out okay for the team that we pick. This is a heavyweight matchup. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. WrestleMania 17 is what this is. Okay? This is as big as it gets. So, 
Southeastern 14, Kiss of Death, you got to throw it out for this one because you got two legends here. The Tennessee Vols, the Auburn Tigers, the two most complete teams in the SEC. They're doing battle inside Thompson Bowling Arena at oh, no, the Food no. City Center. <laughs> Chris you get an so arena inside of the center? That's, that's just <laughs> yes. not right. Yeah, the, the arena's inside of the center. That's how I, I know it to be. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Remember when uh when it was South Carolina at Tennessee and I said there is no way, no way South Carolina loses this game, and then I just had to watch that clip on repeat the next day. Mm-hmm. I have yes. I'm not saying I, anything, but I just have my clipping abilities ready for tomorrow's episode. I, oh, I, I never think said other those two words. Never. I never said those two words. That's where you're wrong. You said those two words. I did not. I'm just telling you that. Doesn't apply now to every game. Now he's backtracking, Chris. <clears throat> just saying. The Rock, Stone Cold. Well, the Somebody's folks have to keep receipts. We, we brought we brought wrestling into this. We brought food fighting. We brought the Bruce Bowl. I mean that that right there tells you what kind of game this is. Yeah. But can we all agree that last year's game, forty six forty three, it's not going to happen this year. What no. are the chances? 0.01 that we're going to get a 46-43 game between these two teams. I hope that's the first half. It was, you remember this last year it was 40-32 to 32 with five and a half minutes left in the game? 40-32. to 32. I wouldn't mind Incredible. that. A little... Incredible. A little rock ball fight. action? No rock fight here. Both teams are much better this year. Yeah. All right, we've had fun. We can't wait to watch it. We will be here to take our medicine if we got it wrong, which we do often. Hope you hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. We have fun with this. We do put, all kidding aside, we do put a lot of time into watching and following SEC basketball. We hope you appreciate what we have done here with our analysis. Tell a friend, hit the like button, and come watch us on the wrap-up. I'm Chris Lee. Joined by Blake Lovell and Max Barr, we are Southeastern 14, presented by Bet Online.